Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Something Borrowed podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Amanda. And we're your hosts. Today, we're chatting with Hillary about her summertime romance wedding. Well, welcome to the pod, Hillary. Before we get started, I just want to remind our listeners um, about just some call to action, housekeeping kind of things. Um, We would love it if you are listening and you haven't yet to subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other platform you're listening to us on. Um, Also, if you like what you've been hearing, leave us a rating and review. It really helps our show um, find more listeners and grow our audience. And as always, we are on Instagram and we'll be sharing some pictures from Hillary's gorgeous wedding. So check us out at Something Borrowed Pod on Instagram and engage with us over there. So we're going to welcome Hillary on today. Hi, Hillary. Hi. Hi. How are you? We are so excited that you have joined us today. So thanks so much for giving us some of your time to chat about your wedding. My pleasure. I am a huge podcast fan. So I listen to podcasts like all day long for work. (laughs) So I'm so happy and honored to be here. Girl after our own hearts. Yeah. Um, well, Amanda, do you want to kind of talk about how we found Hillary? Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of the show The Voice um, on NBC, and I was watching this season and saw Hillary's amazing blinds performance where Blake Shelton turned and she became Team Blake, and I had to look her up because she's from Westchester, PA, which were PA girls here, um, and when I looked her up, I saw that she was had just recently been married in Pennsylvania. And so um, followed her journey on The Voice, which you can look on YouTube and find amazing videos of her performances and um, just said, hey, let's, we, we talk and we're like, let's reach out and see because she had a really, from the little bit we saw on social media, she had a really fun, exciting wedding story and also just a beautiful wedding and kind of unlike any other, I think that we've, Add on this podcast so yeah, yeah super excited that she said yes yeah excited yeah that's so sweet <laughs> I put so much like time and effort into the wedding so I and I feel like I barely remember it so oh it's my gosh, nice to, have, to have other people like strangers recognize that I love it <laughs> <laughs> well and it's fun to kind of relive it and like talk yeah. about all of those important details again so. yeah for sure All right. So um, this is something we actually forgot to ask you before we started recording. We normally ask, but one of the things we like to talk about with our guests is um, your personality type. So do you know your Enneagram number or your personality type? Yes. So I, I thought about this when we were talking via email and I was like, I have not looked at my Enneagram like in years. So from what I remember, I think I was a two. Okay. All right. With, with a little bit of seven and eight in there. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. but typically like my personality type, I do, I'm a weird combo of like laid back and controlling, <laughs> too controlling but like, I feel like in the moment I'm pretty laid back, but I'm mm-hmm. a planner. So I'm gotcha. con- controlling in those planning aspects. Sure. Gotcha. So you're kind of that like type A where you like to have like a plan and you like to know what's happening, but then in the moment you can kind of let go and let be, like let it happen. Yeah. Nice. Betsy's the two. And I think the thing we find in wedding planning, so I'm curious if you'll agree with this about Enneagram twos is that their main focus is on their guests experience at their wedding. Totally. It's so funny (laughs) you say that because there were so many little things at our wedding that I thought about in terms of the guests experience. 
Mm-hmm. So, for example, we had these, like, four tables out on the lawn where people could, like, go around and have cocktail hour and whatever. Um, and we were planning on being out there during that time, but we actually ran out of time prior to the ceremony. So we didn't even get to do our cocktail hour, really. We were, like, taking photos and everything. Yeah. But on each one of those tables, I put, like, an old wooden game. So, like, tic-tac-toe or, like, a ring toss game. Or there was actually, like, a wooden, like, bowling game, like a hand bowling thing. (laughs) So, and I kept thinking, my mom, my sister, and even my husband were like, why are you stressing out about that? It's the guest experience. Like, I need (laughs) the guests to have a good experience. So, yeah. Yep. Nice. That's interesting. I totally relate to that. <laughs> okay. So we would like to know first and foremost, where were you, um, with your wedding planning pre-engagement? So did you kind of always have a vision for what that day would look like since you were young? Did you kind of have an idea, but hadn't really started the planning or were you starting from square one once you were engaged? I knew where I wanted to get married, not necessarily venue, but I knew, um, I wanted most likely summer Mm -hmm. and I knew, um, that I wanted to get married at Pine Creek, which is where we got married, middle of nowhere PA. Um, so I knew those two things and honestly, those two things weren't even like a thing I thought about my whole life. Um, Mm -hmm. more so like as an adult spending more time at Pine Creek, it really became special to me. And then mm-hmm. with my husband, it was special to both of us. We got engaged there. So, um, it just made sense that we'd get married there. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. And then tell us about your engagement. So we got engaged July 2nd, 2021. Okay. Um, we typically go up to Pine Creek. My parents have a summer home there. So we're typically up there like every summer holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually, before that, like when we first met, we met online and we went on a like blind date virtually on, um, June 20th, 2019. And, uh, a couple days in a row went on a couple dates, like right in a row. And he was like, what are you doing for the 4th of July? And I was like, well, I'm going up to my parents' house and they're not weird. Like they'd love it if you came They're literally like, Hey mom and dad, I met this stranger on the internet and I'm bringing him home 10 days later. Um, but so it was such an important part of our relationship from so early on. Yeah. Um, and then I pretty much knew he was going to propose. I was, I knew it was coming. Like I had a white bikini and a white dress in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't happen this weekend. Like, I don't know. Um, and, but I didn't really know when it was happening. Okay. And so it's about a three hour drive this particular day. It took us like four hours and it was a stressful last like hour and a half of the drive up there. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to go to our neighbors right across the street from my parents for a cocktail hour kind of thing. And, um, he, we get into my mom's house. The dogs are, we have two dogs. They're going crazy. My mom and stepdad are like trying to get everything calmed down. But my mom knew that he was planning on asking me. And so he, I'm like, all right, well, I have to get ready. We're going to the cocktail hour. And my mom was like, why don't you take the dogs for a walk? They seem like they are really high energy right now. And I was like, so I had like no makeup on. I was wearing this oversized t-shirt dress with a like flaming eagle on it and (laughs) slides and we walked and every morning when we're visiting Pine Creek it's kind of our tradition to wake up early with the dogs and we walk to this bridge and then Mm -hmm. walk back it's about like a mile and a half round trip 
So we started to do this walk and we get on the bridge and he's like, I love this tradition. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> Cause again, I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, let's go. <laughs> right. I'm a planner. We were supposed to be going to this party. Like we're late for the party, you know? And, um, so he's like, I love this tradition. I'm like, me too. He's like, I love our family. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then, and then he was like, and I want it to be forever. And he got down on one knee. And Aww. then my favorite part of our engagement story is that um, my husband tends to have a bit of a weak stomach. And we were walking back and I was like, let's take a selfie. And I went to and I started to lose my sunglasses. So I like grabbed my head and was like, oh, gosh. And he thought I lost the ring. Oh my like gosh. It, it fell off the bridge and he started gagging uncontrollably. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so it was a good engagement. It was fun. And then we of course yeah. went to the party and everyone knew what was going on and it was yeah. a great time. So that's yeah. awesome. Sweet. I love that. So that was July, 2021. And then you got married in, was it August, 2022? Uh, July 30th, 2022. Oh, okay. So you had just over yeah. a year to plan. Yeah, we actually, um, so because we knew we wanted to get married up there and we'd pretty openly talked about that, mm-hmm. um, the day at, we got engaged on the second, the morning after I was like, I'm just going to email this venue and see if we could see it. And they actually agreed to see us on the fifth and we were leaving on the fifth. So we went like a few days after getting engaged and decided we saw, we only saw two venues. Um, but we decided pretty quickly. We knew because it was going to be July, we knew we had to get married somewhere breezy Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't be too buggy or hot. Um, yeah. So that really helped narrow down the the venue. And then we just decided on it because we knew they were going to sell out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this like past summer. I mean, right. Were everything was pretty commodities. much. <laughs> right. Everything was pretty much like decide right now. Yeah. <laughs> or don't, yeah. you know, so yeah. that's, yeah. and I got really fortunate. The, vajor- the majority of my vendors were kind of my first touch. So like I would do a lot of research on the back end and yeah. then, um, connect with somebody and it just worked out really well. That's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, since we're talking about venue a little bit, um, you said you, you looked at two, um, and obviously you kind of already knew your location. Um, how did you kind of narrow down and, ultimately decide. So the one I really thought that I wanted to get married on the water on the Creek. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And initially we were thinking that we would just do it in my parents' backyard. But then we started looking into that and it just would have been so outrageously expensive to get like the Porter potty, Mm -hmm. uh, like trailer. And I just also didn't really want that Mm -hmm. aesthetically. So my parents' backyard was out. And then the other venue that we looked at was on the water. Okay. Um, the space where we'd get married was gorgeous, like mountain backdrop right on the water. But then the actual reception area was a barn. So mm-hmm. while it was outside, it was, it would be, would have been stuffy July 30th, mm-hmm. like inside mm-hmm. a barn, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I just, it felt while we were getting married in the middle of nowhere, I didn't want it to feel like a country wedding. And mm-hmm. it, the, with the barn, it definitely would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when the venue we ended up going with was the first one out of the two that we saw and it was just a gorgeous, like mountaintop, super airy wind was, the wind was whipping up there. That's the one negative of that space, mm-hmm. but, um, it was great for the time of year because it was just, you know, yeah. not, not too warm and it was nice to see it in July. So we knew what to expect. Yeah. 
That's really smart to like visit your venue in the season that you're getting married. Yeah. Yes. I definitely recommend that. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. And so did you, were you limited at all by the size of your guest count or? We were, my husband has a huge family. Um, so we actually ended up unfortunately not inviting all of his cousins on his dad's side because Mm -hmm. just that alone is 35 individual people, not to mention their spouses. Mm -hmm. Um, so we already knew that we were going to try to stick around like around 250. Okay. Um, and the, the barn venue was 200 max. And I just kind of figured with, we wouldn't be able to do that. Um, we ended up inviting 290. So, but we ended up only having like 175. There were like 25 people that, um, couldn't come last minute because of COVID. So yeah, that's sign of the times, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so, so the actual venue is, it's called Sacred Oak Vista, right? Is that right? Yes. Sacred Oak Vista. It's actually pretty new. Um, they opened, I think in October, 2019. So God bless wow. them. Cause they like opened this business oh my gosh, and yeah. then, and it's a mostly outdoor venue. So it's not like mm-hmm. they would they could have that many weddings from November through April. And then obviously we were in the middle of COVID. Um, But for me, I I anticipated COVID still being an issue Mm -hmm. um, in 2021. And I was like, this is not, this is going to continue to be a thing. And I just wanted all of our guests to feel safe and comfortable. So having a fully outdoor venue was super important to me. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and probably very wise foresight on your part just to, mm-hmm. yeah. Know, and then like, of course it was, it was like effective. really, really bad. So yeah. it worked out. I was, I was fortunate for that. Yeah. Did you have like, like find or like, like preferred accommodations since it was pretty much everyone had to travel there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was one area that I would say was a, not necessarily a sacrifice, but I mean, depending on who the guest was, it was a sacrifice for a lot of our really good close friends. They know us and they know that we're super outdoorsy people. So they were not bothered by the accommodations, but half of the wedding guests stayed at a campground that has cabins on it. And that's where Joe and I were staying as well. There was a yurt there. And I mean, we lived together prior to getting married. So I was like, and I, didn't see him all summer. So I was like, I'm sleeping with him the night before the wedding. Like I'm not Mm going to sleep with my sister or whatever. So we had this yurt the whole weekend, which is great. Um, and then the other half of the guests had to stay on the like opposite side of the venue, um, in Williamsport in a hotel. So we made like three different room blocks at Marriott's locally. Mm -hmm. And then, and we had shuttles from them and then we had shuttles from the cabins as well. Nice. That's fun. I think like the cabin feel, if you're the right guest, like yeah. that could be a really fun kind of like after party kind of thing. And I think everyone loved it. I think a lot of people didn't know what to expect leading up to that, but then yeah. everyone really loved it once they were there. The other thing that was kind of like meh is the roads up to our venue cannot take large coaches. Mm. So we had to use school buses. Oh. Um, yeah. Yes. So, but it wasn't, as far as I know, it wasn't bad yeah. <laughs> as far as I know yeah. from the other guests. So it's not a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So let's talk about the look of the day in terms of what you wore, what your husband wore 
your bridal party. So talk to us about picking a dress. When did that happen for you? And did you have an idea going in what you wanted? Yes. So that happened for me in October, 2021, um, early October. Okay. And I wanted like a fit and flare. Um, I wanted lace, but I wasn't sure if I wanted like fancy lace. I wanted it to be a bit more natural. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was pretty much it. I was open to a lot of different kinds of dresses. Okay. Um, I tried this one on like fourth or fifth. It was the one that I chose in the first dress shop that we went to. Okay. And I tried it on and it had a nude underlay and I was like, I don't feel super Mm. bridal in this. And I loved it, but I knew my husband can be a little bit traditional. So I knew he would want like a full white dress. And, um, so I tried on some others. We went to two other stores and I found one at the third store that I loved, but it was just way too fancy. I, it felt like I needed to be at like a city wedding, not mm-hmm. at this yeah. like middle of nowhere wedding. So we ended up, um, the next day I went back to the first bridal store and purchased that. Nice. So, awesome. yeah. And then, so w- it was like what you vis- envisioned. Did you try other things on or did you stick to the No, I tried on all different styles. I don't even know what I envisioned, honestly. Okay. Um, But it was, it was close to that, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because like so many brides that we talk to and I would probably say the same for me and Amanda, I think would definitely say the same. You like go in thinking this is exactly what I'm going to get. And then you kind of, if you're open to it, try on different things and end up with something Something that you didn't, (laughs) didn't imagine you liking. Um, so I feel like you saying like, that's what I kind of, you know, thought I'd, I'd pick is actually like the rare (laughs) occurrence. Well, I mean, it's funny. I think in retrospect, if someone would have told me that I was going to be locked in a hotel, only allowed (laughs) to eat takeout and not allowed to work out for two months before my wedding, I definitely would have picked a different dress. (laughs) Um, but having not known that at the time, it's the dress that I wanted to go with. So yeah, no, you, I mean, from the pictures that are on your social media, like it's beautiful mm-hmm. and you looked great. It, and like you said, it's perfect. It's summery and it's romantic, but it's, it's not, you know, too formal, but it's not too casual. It's great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so then what about Joe, your husband? What? So with him, I, I really wanted, and my bridesmaids, I wanted everyone to look like naturally glamorous, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. again, summertime romance was kind of our theme. And that's actually a song by a group called Johnny Swim. I walked down the aisle to that song that kind of like has been one of our songs and um, just kind of molded how we were going to do the day. So I wanted nature and the beauty of the valley that we were in and the mountain that we were on top of. I wanted all of that to shine over everything else. Yeah. My husband's a very low key dude, so he didn't care. He's like, whatever. <laughs> and I also wanted it to be something that everyone would potentially rewear. Mm. Um, I think that's super hard with bridesmaids dresses. Yeah. I know a lot of brides have that intent, but it's just really hard. A bridesmaid's yeah. dress looks like what it is. Yeah. <laughs> With my bridesmaids, I didn't, I ended up having a lot of them and I didn't want them all to be wearing the same color um, because I just felt like it would look like an episode of Handmaid's Tale or something with <laughs> like 10 people in the same color. So um, I picked five different colors and they were all just like natural. Again, like 
colors pulled from nature. And then with my husband, um, he just wanted to be comfortable. He wanted his guys to be able to rewear it. And so I thought like a nude or like trop, I think it was called tropical beige, um, linen suit is something that you can rewear on vacation. You can wear it to summer mm-hmm. weddings. So yeah, we went with that. Yeah, that's nice. I, he looked really great. And I think like the linen, I couldn't tell if it was linen from the photos, but I assumed, and like, that's just such like a classic summer choice. So yeah. 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 And I was worried about it being super wrinkly, but I think the color did us some favors. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't too wrinkly. He's, um, upset by his pit stains in some of the photos. (laughs) (laughs) Like we can edit those out. It's fine. (laughs) And then you went with a cathedral veil, it looks like, for your mm-hmm. salmon. Love that. As a photographer, always a good choice to any brides listening. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted it, like, I knew it would be windy up there, so I yeah. thought that would be really pretty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, did you order bridesmaids' dresses, or did you guys find a shop to order them from? So we got them from Azazi. Okay. Um, in the spirit of wanting them to be able to rewear them, I figured, I told them they could pick any fabric, any style. My only rule was that they had to just send me their style so we didn't have repeat styles. Gotcha. Um, and then everyone was assigned a color that I thought would best suit them. Like I said, five different colors. And yeah. um, I didn't know how it would look. <laughs> I was like kind of rolling the dice on that with all the colors <laughs> because it's not like it was like five different pinks right like right yeah there was pink and nude and green and like rose and so um it, it came together a lot better than I anticipated yeah it looked really good and Azazi is like again one of those very yeah. popular choices yeah, yeah the nice thing with great. that is there's not a like the the bridesmaid can pick her budget right yeah like yeah which is super important um I think we we forget how especially when you're in the midst of wedding planning yeah you forget how expensive it is for all of your bridal party yeah and so if you can give them an option where hey you can buy a dress that's on sale for 36 Mm dollars then that bridesmaid might be able to afford her hair and makeup if that's not something you're paying Mm -hmm, for or whatever yeah yeah that was not like I've been married seven years now and I'm sure websites like that existed, but it was still very much the, like everybody goes to a bridal shop and whatever. And I actually, my bridesmaids wore dresses from anthropology, but when we were playing Amanda's wedding too, it was kind yeah. of like the, here's our choices and the yeah. Bridal yeah. Shop and- yeah. I know when my sister, my sister has been married almost nine years and I know, um, for hers, it was like that. It was like, here's yeah. Bill Levkoff, and that's what you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. So it's really nice to have yeah. those, like, options. Yeah. Zazi, Birdie, Gray. I feel like those are the ones that people mm-hmm. are going with, which is awesome. Okay, so then talk to us about hair, makeup, accessories, all that kind of stuff. So I had a bit of a, like, hair and makeup debacle. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so my, where, my mom lives up where we got married half mm-hmm. the year. Um, but my mom has never colored her hair. Like she has gorgeous red hair that she just cuts a few times a year and it stays beautiful. (laughs) And so she goes to the salon in Williamsport. That's supposed to be like, in her opinion, very high end. And, um, but she only gets her hair cut there. So obviously my timeline was pretty tight with the show. Um, and I, we can talk about that a little bit too, but I had to change everything like our bachelorette weekend and my bridal shower and all of that so that I could leave for the show. 
Yeah. So my hair and makeup trial was like three days before I left for LA. Okay. And um, I knew very clearly what I wanted. I just wanted my hair down behind my ears and curled. And um, makeup wise, I tend to wear a good amount of makeup. So I'm not afraid to like experiment. So long story short, the hair and makeup trial was awful. Oh no. <laughs> like, like the owner of the salon had a pretty young girl curling my hair, which is fine. But it started off like immediately I knew it was not going to go well. <laughs> oh, she no. just, the way she was curling it, like curling it all the way down to the ends, you know, like mm-hmm. very 90s look. And um, he starts styling my hair before asking me how I want it done. And I tell him, like, I'm pretty sure this is exactly what I want to my hair. And he's like, no, no, no. Usually I will do how I see you as a bride. <gasps> oh, gosh. Uh, and no. then and then you <laughs> will tell me if you like it or not. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. So I do my – he does it the way I ask for him to do it. And it looked horrible. Like, it wasn't – Oh, gosh even the way I would have done it um, as a non-professional, just a lot of product and everything. So, and then I'm like, oh no, I don't, I think I need less product. I think we should try this. Um, And he redid it in the way that he wanted it to be done again. (laughs) It's the second time. Oh my gosh. And he tells me to sit with it for a few hours and I'll change my mind. (laughs) I was like, I'm 34 like, year old woman. The mind, I, the, the decision the mind I made, made up. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my um, gosh. So I had to kind of like, and, and the makeup trial was equally horrible. Oh Poor gosh. girl like had no clue what she was doing. So, um, I sat with it for a little bit and I was like, you know, up there, I, I just didn't have the options. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so the end of June, when I came back from the voice, uh, I went into my hairstylist to get my hair highlighted and I was telling her what happened and she's like, oh, hell no. Like, this is not going to fly. I'm requesting off. I will drive up there and do your Aww. hair. And she's wonderful. So she and her coworker, they're um, at Blaze Salon in Westchester and they're amazing. So the two of them came up and did everybody's hair and actually um, had to do one girl's makeup as well because <laughs> we had a makeup artist debacle. So oh I gosh. ended up like throwing together people that I knew and then people that were recommended to me, yeah. um, they all traveled and it was a little bit more expensive than I anticipated, but I'm so grateful because just even the energy of like that owner of the salon, like telling me, Oh no, you'll like it eventually. Like, no, that was just <laughs> yeah. not for me. Yeah. So it was great. I mean, it, it, that's why we ended up being late. Cause we probably needed one more makeup artist than we had, but okay. Other than that, it was all right. And and my hair and makeup turned out beautifully. So Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh my word. Yeah. I would have been <laughs> like, Yeah, and the decision I'm making is to choose someone else. <laughs> like, right. Well, so I knew that I was gonna have the hair covered, but I didn't yeah. have makeup yet. And yeah. like I had to go back out to LA. So I was in my hotel room in LA, like and I just kept thinking about it. And they yeah. said they had a different makeup artist and I was like, Okay, well let me see her portfolio. And they sent me some of these pictures and I was like, no, like I'll do all my girls makeup before I do that to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I ended up, uh, like July 12th, I want to say I fired them and found two new people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And the, <laughs> the one girl that I found is amazing. She's in Lancaster. Um, her name's Delaney and she's wonderful. So she was great. And it was all, it was all good in the end. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing, you know, about those venues that are a little bit more remote, like they're mm. so beautiful, but then it, it can just be tricky when it comes to certain vendors. And I, I was in a wedding in, um, like a remote part of Maine in summer of 2021. And I just, and it was kind of like every man for himself when it came to hair and makeup. And I just couldn't find literally anyone, no one to do my hair and makeup. Um, but luckily I, I was the bridesmaid. So I was like, whatever, it's just what it is. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, that's like the one thing I, and I also feel like hair and makeup artists are just like in such crazy demand yeah. that everyone I would reach out to was like booked, 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 booked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say best advice and, like, what I learned is you don't have to go with one salon. And you don't have to go with one vendor, right? right? Like, if you have to, get a hodgepodge of girls together like I did. And and they all ended up connecting and loving each other, too. So it was a win-win. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Did you have any, like, special accessories or anything like that that you wore? So I had – my something blue was actually an anklet. Okay. (laughs) Um – and I really wanted to wear flats, so I just wore, um, I forget the brand, but I just wore, like, sparkly flats. And then mm-hmm. um, I had earrings that were, uh, like, leaves, because, again, kind of yeah. natural Aww, nature cute. theme. Yeah. And then um, I had my Nana's, like, handkerchief. So nice. my, actually, my mom's Nana's, so my great-great-grandmother. That's awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah, so... It was cool. Those were my real only real accessories. Oh, I also had my grandmother's purse. Nice. Sweet. Um, so that was cool. I love that. I love when brides like incorporate things from other people in their yeah. lives. Yeah. That are special. Yeah. And yeah. It, my husband and I were ended up like passing the hanky back and forth because he was such a <laughs> he was a mess <laughs> at the end of the aisle. Like could Aww. not stop crying. So yeah, it worked Aww. out. Okay. Um, okay so. Switching gears a little, tell us about finding a photographer and like what you were looking for and who you ended up with. So that was actually one of the easiest decisions. Um, One of my best friends from middle school, we we were really good friends in middle school and high school and then, you know, kind of lost touch. But thank God for social media, got to stay Mm -hmm. in touch that way. And he recently moved to the Philadelphia area. So he did an engagement shoot. Um, for me and Joe or not an engagement shoot, just sort of like random photo shoot before we were even engaged. Um, and, uh, he was the easy choice. So I knew I was going to go with him. Um, the videographer was a little different. I knew I wanted a videographer, but had no clue like how to find that. How to, mm-hmm. And I could be a little bit particular about that kind of thing too. Um, but he was one that I Googled. I read a bunch of reviews about, and then the second we got on the phone, I was like, this is it. He's, he's the best. And thank God for him because my photographer ended up being a little bit late. He got lost. Mm -hmm. Um, again, another bad part of the remote venue is like, there's no self service. Like you're just kind of on your own. Um, and the videographer was just kept me so chill, like all day long. We were running late when this, like whatever bad thing happened, he would just be like, it's good. If I'm not freaking out, you don't need to freak out. We're good. Yeah. And he really did a good job of keeping me calm. Oh, that's, that's great. great. 
So what type of packages were you getting from your photographer and videographer, like in terms of the amount of coverage and what the actual product you're going to get is? Yeah. So, I mean, again, the photographer, I, I got just whatever I wanted, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had me for, I think it was 12 hours that um, we had booked him for, but he gave me like, I don't even know, like 7,000 photos. Um, I haven't even gone through them all um, still to this day. So that was a bit of a unique situation. And then um, with Strata Wedding Films, they offer, I think, three or four different packages. Um, One's like a six-minute video, one's a 10 to 12-minute video, and one's longer than that. Um, We did like the middle of the road, the 10 to 12-minute video. Um, You have them for 12 hours. There's drone aerial aerial footage and... Mm -hmm. um, that was important to me because I wanted to see the Creek and everything else. So, um, yeah, that it was pretty straightforward, but he also, and I think a lot of videographers are doing this, gave us a book that has like a little mini iPad in it. So you can just always watch your video, whatever. That's cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, did you do any like photo booth or extras or anything like that? So we did not do a photo booth. Um, I initially wanted to, um, and then there just was not the space. I ended up making a lot of things, and um, I'm not sure if the photos came through that I sent you guys, but if they didn't, I'll resend. Um, But a lot of the things that I made were in, or everything I made really was in the same kind of theme. So people could, like, use it as a backdrop or whatever for their own photos. Yeah, like your... um your table number thing did you I assume you made that yeah it's like you're making yeah. yeah I made um I mean I made everything except for the neon sign pretty much yeah. so wow. um our welcome sign our seating chart those are things that I would change in retrospect I had them on like a PVC pipe stand that my mm-hmm. husband built and I spray painted but it was so windy up there mm-hmm. that it kept falling over so I would yeah. have done that a little differently but I used just like a canvas fabric and heat transfer vinyl yeah. and made the sign and then I also made um the seating chart in that same kind of dimensions nice so and then so while we're on the topic of decor your florals uh how about finding a florist and doing all that I, kind of stuff? Yeah, again, she was recommended by my venue. Okay. Um, and she's in like Wallsboro, which is about forty minutes north of okay. where we're getting married. Um, and she was just a doll. We like hit it off right away, and she was super cool. I kind of she asked me what my vision was, and I was like, kind of like enchanted forest, but not sparkly (laughs) I don't want to like to be like princess but I still wanted to feel very like forest and she was cool I initially was just using her for the girls um for the bouquets and for the archway Mm -hmm. and then in I want to say like mid-June I I was out in LA and I realized I just did not physically have the time to make the centerpieces. Yeah. Um, so I asked her if we could up it and do the centerpieces too. And she was great. And it really didn't cost that much more than I thought it was going to. So that's awesome. Yeah. I like the ferns and things like that. And the, yeah, I I didn't want eucalyptus, like traditional eucalyptus just because I feel like, yeah, 
that that's so popular since yeah. like 2018. Um, yeah. and it's just almost like every wedding you go to, you're going to see eucalyptus. Yeah. Um, and she was really cool with that. She explained there's about 30 different kinds of eucalyptus, I guess. And the traditional eucalyptus is what's most commonly used, but there actually is a couple, a couple different, um, kinds of eucalyptus in all of our florals, but it just mm. doesn't look like that traditional, right. like minty yeah. green. Yeah. Well, and I think the what she used really lends itself to that forest vibe. Like, yeah. yeah. And, eucalyptus and was, isn't foresty, so. Right, right. Yeah. And she was very, like, I feel like I barely gave her any direction. I was just like, I want, like, white and green and maybe, like, tan and blush. And that's that's all I really told her. Like, I like peonies, yeah. but I know you can't use them for everybody. Um, yeah. And then she just ran with it. So she was great. Yeah. That's awesome. Looks great. Um, okay. So then in terms of other decor, did you do any rentals like furniture, lighting? You had that like cool hanging light thing behind your Yeah. Table. So we, we rented every like extra furniture piece we rented was, um, through the venue. Okay. So they had a lot of like really cool add-ons awesome. of yeah, like wicker nice. chairs and like old, um, couches and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the chairs that we were sitting on were also their rentals. They're like old mahogany chairs. They were really cool. Um, I initially was going to make that neon sign myself. I found a couple different like DIY things where you, you know, put it on a piece of wood and then you actually order led lighting and put like plastic over it. So I felt like I was pretty confident in doing it, but it was just such a high stress situation at that point because (laughs) I had all these plans to make everything and I started making a lot of stuff early, but then we found out that I was going to be on the voice at the end of February. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have so much to do. (laughs) I have like seven free weekends until my wedding. So a couple of concessions were made. So, um, that was one of them. And I found that sign on Etsy. It was pretty affordable, surprisingly. Like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like 500 plus dollars. I think it was like, 240 or something like that and then but I ordered just like the base and then I added uh the uh ferns around it okay cool yeah yeah um is there anything else you want to touch on in terms of your decor or um I also made my cake that was actually one of the first things that I made okay um because my husband and I don't like cake and we were going back and forth for a while about what to do for um, dessert because I hate dessert just like sitting out <laughs> at a wedding, <laughs> especially when it's, you know, 90 degrees and July yeah. 30th. So, and I was trying to, again, from the guest perspective, if it was going to be super hot, like what would the guests want to eat? Um, so we ended up going with an ice cream truck, okay, um, which was also way more affordable than I expected it to be. Um, but I still wanted the aesthetic of a cake and like a cake topper. Yeah. So I ordered a styrofoam cake mold from Amazon. I think that was like 18 bucks. And then I used wall spackle and flowers from Michael's and, um, I made the cake myself. That's amazing. So it's completely fake and you would not, like, I would not have thought like, oh, that's a fake cake. And then, um, I made the cake topper on my Cricut. (laughs) That's so funny. And just literally, I mean, like if there are crafty brides, you have to just get a cricket and make everything. Yeah. I made made everything. I made our um, programs, which are kind of 
antiquated. I don't even think you really need programs anymore personally, but I wanted to like make fans. So yeah. yeah. Programs as fans. I made um, all the, the favors were koozies. Like ju- I just made yeah. everything on that thing. That's wow. awesome. That's awesome. But the cake, it's so funny because whenever we talk on this podcast, I always talk about how I'm like the biggest fan of a wedding cake, but people get it confused because they think I'm saying like, I love cake. And it's actually because I love the look of like a pretty wedding cake. And so I love that you were like, we're not going to do that, but, but I want to see it. But I want to see it. <laughs> right. Right. I actually stole that idea from my friend, Heather. Um, she's a like pretty prominent social media influencer and, um, she did a lot of DIY from, for her wedding and one yeah. of them was the cake. And so she kind of did, I don't, I can't remember if she did a tutorial or what, but she posted something about it and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> so so did, did. did like people ask about it? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to eat the cake. And you were like, no, it's styrofoam. <laughs> right. Go get some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not many people said anything to me about it like that day. But after the fact, I heard a lot of people saying like, we were pissed. We didn't get any cake. It looked so good. <laughs> and I'm like, that was wall spackle. But <laughs> that's so funny. That's amazing. Okay. So typically at this point, what we do is we walk through the day of your wedding and talk about how it all played out. But with you, I feel like we need to go back and mm-hmm. talk about like the timeline of, I don't know, you tell us, is it the week of your wedding or the month? Like, or is it like February? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you tell us where, where I, the story starts. I guess. And before you start, I have a question of like, how did you decide to do the voice or to audition in the midst of wedding planning? Like, were you like, I am just absolutely crazy. I'm going to do this. Or did it just, it, it was how it um, happened and it was your I shot am- you had to take. Yeah, I mean, I am definitely crazy, but um, <laughs> I have also auditioned before, and okay. I've audition- I auditioned for American Idol before as well, and the reality is, like, it is reality TV. Like, yeah. it's a crapshoot, and you can get lucky, like I did, and, and get the recognition, um, or you might not. So I just didn't, I didn't even really prepare for my audition for the show. I, I auditioned in September 2021, so you have a virtual audition, they record you singing for 90 seconds and that's it. And so I'd signed up a couple days before. And then even that day I was like, I said to Joe, I'm like, I don't know what I'm even going to sing. Cause I just didn't put that much stock into it. Cause I didn't think it would go anywhere. So yeah. that was the initial audition. And then I got callback after callback after callback. So like all of October through mid November, I was doing these callbacks all the time, interviews, like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then they told me the longer you don't hear from us, the, the no news is good news. So it was, I want to say like middle of February. Um, and the only thing at that point that I had made for the wedding was the cake and the table numbers. And I knew I had like a million things to make and they yeah. called me and they said that I was cast on the show um, and kind of gave me the general timeline. And I was like, but my wedding and they assured me that like I would not miss anything with the wedding, that they would work with my schedule and da, 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 da. Um, so we had to move around, um, the bachelorette weekend and change those things up. And that all worked out really well. Um, we did like a joint bachelor bachelorette, um, because, because of COVID our close friends just didn't know each other as well as we wanted them to. So that was more important to us than like having some crazy night out individually. Yeah. Um, 
but everything just happened really quickly. Like the entire month of May, I had something wedding related. And then I went out, um, the beginning of June and came home June 24th, I want to say. Okay. And then I left again, July 7th. And initially they had promised me when I went back out that, um, to the best of their ability, obviously, like it's a TV show, they have to follow certain things. And the initial, um, battle was supposed to be filmed on July 27th. So oh I would have been, um, yeah, so I would have been doing the battle on the 27th, taking a red eye and then getting there on the 28th. Um, our wedding was kind of structured such that Thursday was what we called field day. So it was like day drinking in my parents' backyard, uh-huh. just like having a great time. Yeah. And then Friday was like, okay, we got to set up the venue, um, rehearsal, yeah. all that. Um, unfortunately, the show ended up having to push back production. So I found out like, I want to say a week before that I was not going to be there for the first day of the wedding celebration. Oh my gosh. Um, and that was really tough. Yeah. Like full transparency. Like that was the first time in the whole process that I was like, I need to be medicated. <laughs> like, I, need, <laughs> I need something. I feel insane. Yeah. Um, and I, we were also on COVID lockdown. So I was locked in a hotel room. Like I couldn't, I wasn't allowed yeah. to leave my room for more than 10 minutes a day. Um, oh gosh. So it was just uh yeah, it was a lot, but then I ended up taking the red eye on the 28th instead. Um, and then landed on the 29th. My sister or my husband was already up there cause he had to meet all our friends on the 28th and still do the field day and everything. Yeah. So my sister picks me up, my sister and my oldest niece picked me up and we all drove up together and I haven't, I hadn't been able to like get a spray tan or like do any of that stuff. So oh I had spent all my outdoor time that we had, like just laying out. So <laughs> I had like a decent tan and yeah. I ended up like saying to my sister, I need to go to a tanning bed or something. Like I need to just get my skin in a good shape for the wedding. So, um, yeah, it was a little crazy. Thank God for my hairstylist. She did highlights on me the morning of my wedding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was just, the timeline was just pretty crazy. So a lot of the prep was done. Um, from my hotel room in LA, uh, it was just, it was really stressful and we couldn't really tell people about it either. Yeah. So like a lot of our wedding guests, I feel like I was texting people like five days before RSVPs were due, like, Hey, are you coming? (laughs) And like, just being like really kind of aggressive because I was in LA going crazy and nobody knew, like only our close family and friends were allowed to know about it. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Yeah. And definitely, like, I can see where that would be super hard to find out. You're going to miss all the planning, all the anticipation. Well, and the other thing was they were so crazy strict about COVID, um, and understandably so. L.A. County is, like, really strict with everything, and, like, filming rules all depend on Mm -hmm. the county rules. Um, But I was before, you know, two days before the wedding, there was a chance I was going to have to go back on that Monday. Like had I won my battle or been saved or stolen, I would have had to go back the Monday after the wedding. So I don't know, four or five days before the wedding, we had to send an email to everyone that was invited through our wedding website and just be like, please don't bring COVID to the wedding. (laughs) Like, please be really careful. So unfortunately my husband's aunts and uncles, like almost all of them were exposed 
to COVID oh at a family reunion the weekend before. So they, oh. a lot of them couldn't come. So yeah, it was, it was tough. Mm. Yeah. And wow. stressful. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think like when we were, you know, chatting with you or whatever, I, I wasn't even thinking about COVID being a factor in filming and things like that for you. And like having to make sure you're extra careful because of that aspect. Like, yeah. 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 So when it's you actually, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so when you actually got, like, by the time you actually got to, like, where your wedding was, the lake, like, when was that? Like, the day before your wedding? Yeah, so I landed in Philly the day before the wedding at 7 a.m. My sister picked me up. We drove the four hours to um, the campsite. So I want to say I got there like a little after 11 and um, got to see Joe for the first time in a, almost a month. So oh that gosh. was really emotional. Um, got to see my dogs. There's actually a video on my Instagram of my dogs like screaming at the top of their lungs because <laughs> they were so excited to see me. Um, and I changed my clothes and we went up to the venue. That's another thing about having a venue where you rent the venue, but that's all you get. Because we had to set everything up. So we had to take all the chairs and tables out. We had to arrange everything. Mm. We had to just make sure all of that was taken care of and set up all the decor and everything. And so that took us about four hours. And then my sister would kept checking the clock. And finally, she's like, all right, you're getting out of here. You have to shower. You're exhausted. And I hadn't slept since yeah. Wednesday at that point. Oh, my gosh. Um, so then we had a welcome dinner at a brewery. Um, and we went to the welcome dinner, and that was a lot of fun. That was important to us that we did because we were having everyone travel. We wanted to mm. do a welcome dinner so that we would have a little more time with everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was a little bit nuts. I think wow. I got about six hours of sleep that night. But the night before, I thought for sure I would sleep on the plane. I even, like, splurged on a first-class ticket because I'm like, you have to sleep. It's the day yeah. before yeah. your wedding weekend. Yeah. Not, nope, not at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My word. Okay, so then the actual day of your wedding. Walk us through that timeline. You get your hair highlighted. <laughs> what yes, so timeline. Next? So everybody <laughs> met at my mom's house at 7.30. Um, and my got started getting highlights probably around like 8. Um, my, yeah, she, my hairstylist is amazing. Her <laughs> name's Courtney. Um, she like insisted on blow drying my hair too. And I'm like, we don't have time for this. You know, like I'll do it myself. Yeah. But she did it. She did a wonderful job. Um, and so we all just kind of went in shifts and I had made a schedule just so that we knew it worked time wise, but yeah. day of the schedule kind of went out the window and it was like, you don't have makeup on, get it on. You don't have yeah. your hair done, get your hair done. We yeah. just kind of yeah. threw people in seats. Um, the, the main reason we were running behind is um, the other makeup artist that was from that was local, like a friend of a friend. She went to the venue instead of my mom's house for mm. the initial meetup and called me and was like, nobody's here. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's at my mom's, which is like a half hour away. So gotcha. that kind of threw a, a wrench in things. Um, but yeah, the, I would say I got my hair highlighted and then... I just had some coffee and some mimosa and just kind of relaxed on the back porch a little bit. And I think I started getting my makeup and like my hair uh, curled and my makeup done probably around 11, I want to say. And then our first look was supposed to be at 145. 
Okay. Um, it ended up being at like two thirty. Okay. Um, so we were really only like forty five minutes behind. Um, but it just made a big impact because we obviously you need that amount of time to do the photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we did our first look at two thirty, and then, um, we did the first look on the bridge where Joe proposed. Aw. And then um, we took uh, the bus up to the venue and just kind of hung out in like the Brattle Suite venue and or Brattle Suite on the venue site. And that was that. Nice. So I'm curious, like, about your decision to do a first look. Mm-hmm. How did you decide? Um, we, especially my husband, he wanted that like alone time. Yeah. Um, and I did too. I think similar to our decision to, um, you know, spend the night together the night before the wedding. We just, we are each other's person that like will calm the other one down. Mm-hmm. We'll like address yeah. any emotions that might be there. So I think we just wanted that. And to yeah. do the first look on the bridge just, it felt really special. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. He had a medallion made when we got engaged that said our names and the date. Mm-hmm. Um, and he then put that on the bridge, which might be illegal. So don't tell DCNR. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he did that. And, and so we wanted to like, you know, have a moment right there. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's sweet. I was going to say it probably wouldn't have happened had you not done a first look, like to be able to take pictures there. Right. 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 So, yeah. Exactly. So then what time was your ceremony? So our ceremony was at four. Okay. Um, we ended up, I think we were only about 10 minutes behind, um, maybe 15 minutes behind. Um, most people took the shuttles and the shuttles got there early. So okay. we would have been able to be right on time. But then like everyone was up there because it was all in the same space. People were like finding their tables before the ceremony. And they're just, that organization wasn't as good as it should have been but Mm -hmm. um then we got everybody over and that was that was all good and it started like shortly after four okay and then talk us through like the flow of your ceremony did you have any special music did you um who walked you down the aisle all that kind of stuff yeah so we had a couple songs that mean a lot to us that we played uh when the parents were coming down the aisle and Mm -hmm. then when the groomsmen came down Um, my husband has a very dear friend who unfortunately passed away from brain Mm -hmm. cancer, um, Mm -hmm. in February of 2020. Uh, and his passing was a really big part of our relationship as well. I think Mm -hmm. we grew and bonded so much from like dealing with that trauma together. Um, and he was just such an important dude and should have been there. He should have been a groomsman. So I had a photo of him printed and put on the first groomsman chair Mm. and I really wanted Joe to have like a moment to to see that and then process it and deal with it so that's kind of what started his waterworks (laughs) he had that Mm. moment up there with his buddies and um then the bridesmaids started going down um and then my sister took my youngest niece they just had to carry her because she was too long for her to walk and then um, my older niece and nephew were, it was just the three of us back in the parking lot. And it was kind of cool to have them, you know, they're five yeah. and well, at the time they were four and six and it was just fun to have them there with me. And so they walked down and then I walked down by myself actually. Okay. Um, I have a wonderful relationship with both my dad and my stepdad, but mm-hmm. 
I'm a 34 year old woman and no one's giving me to anyone. (laughs) I'm giving myself to him. This is my choice. And I think, honestly, I think my dad and my stepdad kind of had a hard time with that decision because I think it's just traditional to to do that. But that was important to me um, Mm -hmm. to just show that kind of independence. Yeah. 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 I love that. And also what you were saying about your niece and nephew, um, this is something my aunt used to be like a wedding coordinator. And when I was planning my wedding, I remember her saying to me, like, when I plan out the, like, the order for people to walk down the aisle, think about who you want standing with you at the end. Like, right before you go, the last people you send. So there are some, like, kind of, like, traditional ways that you send people. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want my mom standing with me at the end um, right before I go. So, like, normally that would be someone who would go sooner. But I, I planned it so that my two brothers, my mom, my dad, and I were the last ones to go. So we could be together. And so I think that's, like, a great point. People don't often think about who do you have that last moment with right before you. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's that's so applicable to, like, so many aspects of wedding planning. There are so many things that you have to do or you're supposed to do because tradition says so. Mm -hmm. And this is probably, if you're, like, we paid for it mostly ourselves. We were Mm -hmm. fortunate to have a lot of help from my husband's family and my family, but still, you know, more than 50% of it, we paid for it ourselves. And when that's the case, like, do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and who cares about tradition? Yeah. Because it's yeah. not going to matter to you in 20 years if, like, your mom walked down before everybody. You right. know, like, like it's going to matter that she was there with you and that you had that moment together. Right. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, any other important elements in your ceremony? Um, my, the person that married us, my officiant, um, was a very, very dear friend of mine. Um, and since you guys did watch the show, you probably saw this. I had a house fire in 2015 mm-hmm. and lost my cat and my dog and mm-hmm. didn't really talk about this on the show cause it just wasn't worth talking about. But at the time I was in a very serious relationship and, mm-hmm. um, my ex's good friends are the ones that took me in after the fire and like really helped save my life a little bit mm-hmm. and just get me back on track. Um, my ex and was living with his parents. That's where we were living after the fire. And they were just like, bye, and kind of like kicked me out. Mm. And so I was homeless and I ended up moving in with my friend Teddy and he is the one who married us. So Aww. that was really full circle and super special. Um, the love that's there between us is like, he's like a a brother to me, Mm -hmm, you know? So that was, that was really great. And then my sister-in-law did a reading. Um, again, we, we aren't super religious people, so we didn't really want a religious ceremony at it in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I did want to incorporate his family. And Mm -hmm. so his sister did a reading for us that, um, was just about the universe and and love in a more general sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and we did our own vows. I actually have our vow books right here. I just saw them. <laughs> so we each like wrote our own vows and read them to each other. Aww. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And you made your yeah. vow books, I assume. Yeah, Same I just picture. got like again with the cricket. cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, made our vow books. So and now Thanks. it's something that I'm sitting in our guest room right now and 
I have them in like a basket of books so people can read them. Yeah, that's sweet. So then you went to the cocktail hour and you mentioned earlier that you had to take more photos during the cocktail hour. So you weren't able to attend the bulk of that. Yes. So, well, immediately after the ceremony, I wanted alone time for just us. So Mm -hmm. we, um, we gave ourselves like 10 minutes just the two of us yeah. in, in our in the little bridal suite cottage thing on site. So we had, I think I think we intended on having champagne, but we just ended up having white claws in there. Okay, um, but we just like had a moment together, like holy crap, we're married, we did this, yeah. and then we went out and took. We really didn't take that many photos in terms yeah. of like poses and whatever else, but I don't really regret that. I think the photos we got are good. Yeah. So we we did photos for maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then the whole time we were doing photos, everyone was coming up to us like, Oh my God, yeah. let me get you a drink. Let me, you know? And yeah. so at one point I was just like, photos are done. We're done. <laughs> like, yeah. let's yeah. just party now. Let's just call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it worked out. We got all the photos we needed to get. So that's great. Is there anything else you want to say about like the food at your cocktail hour or if you had signature drinks or anything like that? Yeah, we did do signature drinks. That was another thing, shocker, that I made for the wedding was bar signs that had our dogs. My friend um, drew pictures of our dogs. And um, so we had tacos, tequila, which was just a spicy margarita, and then Maisie's Mule, which is a Moscow Mule. So we just did those. And then um, we another great thing about having a venue like this is we were able to BYOB. So... Mm -hmm. We just had, we had a full open bar, but just, you know, select wine, select um, booze. Uh, And then food wise, I thought I wanted like an over the top cocktail hour. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to those weddings where they have like lobster and oysters and like everything you could ever want. Yeah. Um, But then I looked at the bill and I was like, (laughs) nope, we'll just take some veggies in a cup, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. It ended up being really good. We had like chicken skewers and veggies in a cup and um, shrimp and a big cheese board and, you know, yeah. typical good. kind of appetizer things, but it was all really yeah. good food. Yeah. And was, was the venue, did they cater or did you have to find a separate caterer? I found a separate caterer. And again, he was one, I just did a little research. I really liked his backstory. Um, he's out of state college, but he actually owns like three or four restaurants in DC oh, and wow. retired from the, what he called like the weekend restaurant game. Like he was sick of just living his life that way. And he also wanted his kids to grow up in like a smaller town. So mm-hmm. he relocated to state college and he goes down to DC, I think Monday through Thursday. And then on the weekends, he just does the catering for fun. Um, but they were wonderful. They were so, so good. The food was incredible. Everyone still keeps saying how good the food was. So it was, he was great. Yeah. It was a, it was nice to go with like a smaller locally owned company rather than like a big corporate kind of catering thing. That's awesome. So then for the reception, did you guys do a sweetheart table? It looked like it from your photos, but it was kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Yes, we did a sweetheart table. Um, so after the cocktail hour and pictures and stuff, um, we were announced and we did a band. Um, the lead singer of the band is uh, one of my former bandmates' sisters. So that was cool, too. There was, like, that personalized, she know, knows us well kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we were announced and 
Um, we gave a little thank you speech. So we did our first dance. Um, I know on the show, I said we were dancing to Never Break by John Legend. <laughs> um, we didn't. <laughs> I, my, my, we were going to. We were fully, yeah. like, that was true when, we talk, when I talked sure. about the show. Um, but then my husband had initially wanted a different song. And I don't know. I just, I kept feeling like I should change it to that. And I just like really, really missed him. And I kept thinking of things that I could surprise him with on Mm -hmm. the day of the wedding. And that was one of them. So, um, the song started, we ended up dancing to, I don't remember me before you, my brother's Osborne. Mm -hmm. And we started dancing and and I'm like, babe, do you hear the song? He's like, huh? I'm like the song. He's like, yeah. Like it's our wedding song. And he was like, oh, oh, like totally, like, and again, broke down crying, like, had no clue. So, so we did that dance, and then um, we gave a thank you speech, and um, that was important to me, too, just acknowledging everyone's sacrifice for being there Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. all their support. Um, And at the end of that, I mentioned that there was one person that really the wedding wouldn't have happened without, and that was my mom. My mom, like... She was amazing the all summer. Everything I needed, like, she just was there and did everything for us. So she had wanted me to sing at the wedding. I said I didn't want to, um, but I surprised her, and I sang Mama's Song by Carrie Underwood for her. Aww. So she danced with Joe, and I, I, it was not the best version. It was very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good. And then, you know, dance with my dad. He danced with his mom, and I danced with my stepdad as well. That's so sweet. I was going to ask you, because my husband actually is a musician. He um, he goes to Peabody in Baltimore, and he, he's cool. really, he's a composer, but he used to do more, like, um, singer-songwriter type stuff, and, like, I know there's, I was, I was wondering if you were going to say if you sang or not, because, like, everyone's like, oh, like, you should sing a song or whatever, and he was like, no, like, I'm not doing yeah. that. And I, I actually kind of felt that way too. I was like, no, I don't like, you don't need to do that at our wedding. But like everyone else is like, why isn't he playing a song? Yeah. But it's so I, sweet that you did it for your mom. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I think that was my, my initial reason for being no was like, well, it's not just about me. Like this right. is a day about both of us. It's a yeah, day about yeah. our marriage. And I know that if I would have said that to my husband, he would have been like, who cares? Like, yes, of course it is. It's about you. You should sing. Um, But I I wanted to surprise my mom, and it was special. It wasn't the best – again, not the best performance, (laughs) but it was special. (laughs) It also is so sweet that your mom danced with your husband. Yeah, I like that. That is so sweet. Yeah. Well, they're really close now. They had to share a hotel room when they came to L.A. for The Voice. So (laughs) they're, like, best friends. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So anything else? Like, did you have – obviously, you didn't have a cake cutting. (laughs) No cake cutting. You had your ice cream truck. Yeah, I had the ice cream truck. Um, And, yeah, we didn't didn't really do, like, any of the traditional – dances we're just yeah yeah, like we didn't do a garter I had a garter but Uh we just didn't you know we didn't do any of that didn't and and it would have been kind of silly I I just turned 35 this weekend so you know most of my friends are married yeah my husband's 39 so all of his friends are married for the most part so 
it just it would have been silly to like throw the bouquet to like two people you know yeah and I've been at weddings where that's the case and I was the single girl like yeah "Yeah." (laughs) (laughs) so did you guys do any sort of exit or did you kind of just the party no we um the band the last song that the band played was zombie by the cranberries which was so (laughs) epic because everyone was singing along um so no we just danced like till the last minute and then um I remember like right as we were leaving someone was like you guys are gonna miss the bus I'm like they can't leave without us <laughs> the bride and groom. Um, but then we ended up having an after party at like the big cabin at the campsite nice that's so fun that's fun okay. yeah it was a really good time anything else from your day that you want to highlight Gosh, not that I can think of. I mean, um, I, we got tons of details, so. Did you just yeah, go I, home and, like, sleep for three days? <laughs> no, I had to go back to work. Like, oh, we, oh, my gosh. Because I didn't have any PTO left. Um, so we had to cancel our honeymoon. We still haven't gone on our honeymoon. Um, hopefully we will in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I because I had to take, like, unpaid leave from work to go do the show yeah and then I just we couldn't afford to like keep not getting paid so um I took that Monday off after but then um went back Tuesday so it was very it was a bit of a letdown like very yeah Yeah. kind of like what (laughs) what just happened I was on tv and then I was getting married and now I'm back in scrubs (laughs) going to work every day like what's going on oh my goodness yeah but yeah I mean I'm trying to think like I sent you a bunch of pictures of all the things I made, but mm-hmm. I mean, I made like, I made our card box. I made every single sign. Wow. I made, um, the favors. I made customized ice cream cups. That's uh, so cute. Just like cute. absolutely everything. So yeah. I, for me, one of the things that was super important was wedding branding and just having everything match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm annoyed I didn't get more pictures of that. I definitely should have asked my photographer to like make sure he took pictures of yeah. it. Cause I don't. I don't have photos of everything, but they'll just have to live in my mind forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great attention to detail. Though. <laughs> um, Very important. Okay. So then since we're the Something Borrowed podcast, you did mention your Something Blue. No, no. You mentioned your like great grandmother's handkerchief and your grandmother's purse or something like that. But did those count as your Something Old and Something Borrowed as well? What was... Did you have intentional yeah, so, things? <laughs> well, so the... I didn't know at the time that the handkerchief was, like, becoming mine. I thought my mom was just letting me borrow it. So, and then after the wedding, she gave it to me. So, um, that was my something borrowed. Um, My something old was my grandmother's purse. Mm -hmm. My blue was um, the anklet. And Mm -hmm. then my something new was pretty much everything. My dress, my... Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We always like to have that be our wrap-up question and you kind of had hit on it earlier but I was like we still have to ask (laughs) yeah that's a good one (laughs) well thank you so much Hillary for joining us it was really unique obviously just not everybody can say they were on tv like two days before their wedding (laughs) yeah (laughs) and rushing home to be able to join in the festivities but um it was really fun to chat with you and hear about all about your day yeah, Thank everything you. looks super beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, what an amazing location. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for people to see the pictures. It really intrigued me because I've lived in Pennsylvania my whole life, and I'm like, where yeah. is this? Like, this yeah. is incredible. Um, 
So yeah, thank you so much for sharing and it's, it was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you girls. It was so nice to officially meet you both. Yeah. You too. <laughs> I have a few girlfriends getting married soon, so I'll definitely turn them on to the podcast. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us and for everyone listening. Uh, thanks so much for Hil- to Hillary for joining us today and we will be back in your ears next week. Bye.